Yo, everybody, what's up? I got some great news today. We finally named our podcast. Can you believe it, Daniel? Uh... This podcast is now going to be called Zero Podcast. Yay! Okay, that wasn't as uh, spectacular as I was hoping it to be, but we finally come up with a podcast name. Mm. That's that's pretty epic. I, I like Zero Podcast. I, I don't know why. It just I, it feels like it amounts to nothing, but it does. It's not. It's it's zero. There's got to be some subliminal subconscious thing in my mind going crazy right now, and it just connected the dots, and it's like, okay, the name is stupid. Okay, I get it. I get it. We like the name, so we're going to go with it. All right, so does that mean you're going to go back to the old podcast and change their names and add the word zero podcast on it? Yeah, and the picture will probably have zero podcast, and they'll know what it is. So that means the first person who listens to our podcast will see and listen to us complain about how we don't have a name for the podcast, but clearly will know the name of the podcast. Yes, they will. <laughs> They're from the future. Okay. <laughs> Just the ways, the way things progress in this world. All right. All right. So to you, listener... We salute you because you made it this far. Chandler is saluting you. <laughs> it's the f- I'm saluting you. I'm saluting you, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course, they don't know what we're doing because we're not video casting. I'll tell you then. You have no, your arms no, 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 wide no, no. <laughs> open as if like you're about to hug this virtual listener <laughs> out there. But you made it to our fourth episode. Um, thank you very much for listening and supporting us. Uh, for sure, I probably know somebody has downloaded it. So, Ooh. unless you downloaded it, Daniel. <laughs> Please. I told you, you could save a copy of my hard drive. All right. So, we we really appreciate it. Um, what would re- help us greatly, um, I'm saying um a lot because maybe I'm nervous, is that if you uh, rate and... Um, comment if you're an iTunes listener. I'm not sure if you're finding this on Stitcher because I'll probably put it on both. But if you do, please give us five stars and uh, some brutal positive feedback. Yeah, we're not really good wordsmiths. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what you want to put. You can put a poem up there. If If you put a poem, Daniel will read your poem. No, I'm not. I'm not going to follow any of this. No, no, no. I, I, I'll i give you the words to say and you'll just say it, okay? <laughs> oh, that's right. You'll read people's tweets and their not, comments. Not the tweets, but like the ratings. If they rate us five stars and they put a rhyme or something, then we'll read it on the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, okay, I'm down with that. You're down with that? I'm All right. okay with that. And if uh, 50 people give five stars, then Daniel will create a Twitter. That's not true. He He just doesn't know it yet. But if you fast forward a couple of episodes, oh. then you'll have a Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, no. And if it's if it's not him creating the Twitter, I'll create the Twitter for him. <sighs> so it's gonna happen one way or the other. Oh no! That's how I ended up with a Facebook account. You know that? Really? Somebody else created. You it see, for me. someone already got the system down. It's in the books. 
The hardest part is getting 50, 55 star ratings, Daniel. That's probably not going to happen. Oh, perfect, <laughs> That's the thing. Perfect. You perfect. have to understand. Even right. the most popular ones don't have that much. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> yeah. So um, today we have a lighthearted uh, segment um, for your listening pleasure. Uh, we are going to be talking some nerd speak, some geek talk, and going over five animes that we really enjoyed watching. So we didn't pressure ourselves and say these are like the top five of all time, but these are just five. I'm sure we have, we can do like five of the best robot animes, five of the best fighting animes, five of the best, I don't know, there's like an anime for, there's, there's an anime for like bread cooking, wasn't there? Oh, I want to see that. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what it was, but it was popular when I was in college. That kind of dates me, does it? Mm-hmm. You probably know. Oh, well, no one really cares about our lives. So we can tell them, like, you know, we have, like, no left pinky. They won't care. Yeah. Because I'm uh, 250 pounds now, and uh, my name is Terrell. I'm actually a rap superstar. You don't know it. I just changed my voice for this podcast because I don't want to reveal myself. You know, I go on worldwide tours. I'm like brothers with Kanye West. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just I'm just a nerd. <laughs> We're just a nerd sitting in Daniel's house talking to each other. Uh, yeah. All right, so without further ado, um if you don't like anime, you can go ahead and skip this episode. I won't judge you because I no, know a lot of people are- You must listen to this episode. Or I I'm not a fan of this recording of the podcast, but I think this is probably an important podcast to talk about. <laughs> of all the things to talk about, this is important. No, I'm just saying, you know, they should listen to this one because they already have listened to the other ones. And oh. so they can learn more about, uh, I don't know, if, if there was something interesting in this banter, then listen to the anime banter. You will listen to things that will probably be just as good as the previous ones, if you like the previous ones. All I'm, right, real I'm, talk. And I'm just guessing. I might be totally wrong, but hear us out. Oh, and I promise I'm going to eat and drink even more during these podcast recordings. <laughs> All right. So, um, should we go like one at a time? One and one, one, one. Yeah, sure. Let's just, um, let's go one and one and explain why we liked it, what parts we liked. Um, if there was something that stuck out, if there's a message, if, uh, you know, this isn't popular and you know why, but you still liked it, let's go ahead and explain. Mm-hmm. So, Daniel, because you're so passionate about it, why don't you start us off? Number five on my list of five animes that I really enjoy. It's the, I'm really bad at pronouncing Japanese words, so I apologize in advance. The name of this uh, particular anime is called Kurokuro Gunzo. And uh, if I pronounce that wrong, I apologize again. The premise of the anime is simply this. It's a bunch of frogs who came from another planet who was instructed by their home planet to conquer Earth. And they are not allowed to come back to home until they completely conquer the planet Earth. But the problem is they came to Earth, but they're so clumsy or they're so like you know childish that they just can't accomplish anything but every episode is just comedic genius um but all that uh probably doesn't mean anything to you uh you're probably thinking cartoons ew you know i'm too old for this and like oh this looks so boring but if you look past all of the the color and the cartoons and everything else and you just listen to the dialogue i think you would agree it's really funny but then since obviously all the dialogue is japanese you'd have to read all the dialogue on the bottom but you get what i mean 
Is this the frog one? This it is the frog one. What is it again? Could you say the word? Kuro kuro gunzo. Is it kuro kuro gunzo? Yeah, like whatever that box over there says. They have like robots in it, right? Uh huh. Like so, frog things yeah. have robots. <laughs> yeah, because the the captain he loves Gun- uh, Gundam. Oh, so, oh but, really? But then they can't call it Gundam because it's a copyrighted <laughs> thing, so they call it g- Gumpla, something like that. Gunpla? Gumpla or something. Gunpla like that. is yeah. um the plastic model kits for Gundam. Oh, there you go. So he calls it Gumplas. Because I guess that's he not probably a... loves the Gundam model making. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a whole like subculture in itself of people just making Gunpla. <clears throat> yeah. I'm actually gonna pay a kid to uh to uh draw one of my audio book my audio drama covers and I'm gonna pay him in Gundams. <laughs> I'm gonna give him uh I have a Gundam Freedom, I have uh New Zeal and Dendrobium. How old is this kid? This kid's like he's like nineteen. That's not a kid. Yeah, he's he's a kid. Eight. And he's gonna accept payment and gun. Yeah, he's gonna accept payment and Gundam because I had I used to go to Korea and buy like Gundam models, and I would buy stacks so I would buy enough to last me throughout the year, and then the last time I bought it, I I bought it to last me throughout the year, and at that point, I just didn't have time, and then I have like a stack just sitting there. Oh, unopened and all that. Well, they're they're not they're opened because. I wanted to see. <laughs> and they don't like pa- plastic wrap all the Gundam models. <laughs> Daniel's dancing right now. But yeah, he, he does. He's a pretty good. He's an exceptional artist for his age. And I think he has potential. Um, I just don't have friends that draw. That would be willing to be paid in Gundam models. That's true. It's so hard to ask an artist to do stuff. There's there's a friend, uh, I'll just call her Jay because her name starts with Jay. I have asked her so many times to paint me something. I told her so many times I would sponsor her uh, to uh, all the material and stuff. I even told her if it comes out to be like a couple thousand dollars to paint something, I, I want that original art by this girl named Jay. And uh, Does it end with an any? No. Jenny? Yeah. Oh, no. Jenny's not a, who's Jenny? I don't know who 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 else you know that starts with a J. You, you, starts with a J ends with what? Oh, okay. So you remember how when I went to Thailand missions? Do you remember the people who were on my Thailand team? Yeah, sure. Let's let's call them out. No, who's, we're not. We're who, not going to say their names on dude, this podcast. First name, first name basis here. First name. No, basis forget here. that. They already know too much about us, and so they will look at our <laughs> mutual friends list, and then they will stalk them. What if this is their gateway of being famous? For their drawings. There is <laughs> there's no way, but I'm just saying, okay? Fine, fine, fine. Well, her nickname is Jojo. Do you know her now? No, I don't. Okay, okay that's good enough. All right. All right. <clears throat> so no, nothing? They they won't they won't They won't what? They won't paint anything for you? Oh she uh, she she uh, she you know she's like, oh think about it, you know, oh, I don't have time and blah blah blah. Which is weird because she's an art teacher. So you think she would have time. <laughs> Call her out. Yeah, so every, I just I have to encourage her. She's very shy, so I have to constantly encourage her. <clears throat> All right, so one of my favorite. This is gonna this is gonna be a really long episode, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but one of my favorite animes that I've watched um, growing up is obviously Gundam, 
And, you know, honestly speaking, I didn't grow up watching Gundam. I didn't have access to it. Did you ever have access to it growing up? No. It was one of those things that they never never imported into America. Yes. But they kind of did with the first one, mm-mm. but it, was, it wasn't something that caught on. It wasn't something that people really were looking out for. I think Macross got bigger or Robotech was bigger than Gundam. Robotech, for sure. For sure, right? Yeah. And I always knew Gundam existed and I held on to this fact and belief. And once I went there in fifth grade... I just went Gundam crazy and I bought all these things and I still haven't even watched an episode at that point. I actually found a Gundam book in my local library mm-hmm. for the first original Gundam. And I read that book because that was imported for some reason. It ended up in a library in Orange County. And I read that and I got my Gundam fix and I looked online. It wasn't until I think Gundam Seed mm-hmm. that I actually saw a Gundam that I was able to have access to because of fan subbing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed that because it paid a homage, homage to a lot of the older ones. And a lot of the people that w- watch the older ones say that Gundam Seed is horrible, but because I kind of started with that, I, I can't complain. I love it too. Yes. And then actually, I think I watched a couple episodes of the eighth MS team and then 0083 Stardust memory. But then eventually I, uh, Ended up watching a lot more anime series with Gundam. I think I watched... I finished 0083. I finished, I think, the first Gundam. And I finished a couple more. But huge impact on my life before even watching it. How so? It's groundbreaking. Having... I think there were a lot of different animes out there that revolutionized the giant robot. But Gundam is the one that is like the baseline of when you're watching giant robot anime, you go to Gundam. But what's so interesting about the giant robot animes? What was so interesting about giant robot animes? Mm. What is there not to like jumping into a giant robot and blowing things up and fighting people? Ah, yes, yes. And they had beam sabers. (laughs) (laughs) That's my... Total nerdness. That's my... Number five. All right. Moving on to number four. Um, I'm sad that it's so low on my list, but this is one of my all-time favorite. The name of the, this particular anime is called Cowboy Bebop. I like Cowboy Bebop, but it's not on my list because I haven't finished it yet. Oh, sorry. But Cowboy Bebop um, was the first one I ever saw in high school um, in our anime club. I can't, I can't, to this day, I still can't believe we got away with an anime club, but uh, some Those nerd, white people don't know! No, 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 it was a bunch of white nerds who started the anime club. I know, but the white teachers don't know. Oh, they had no they clue. They have no idea. No clue. They think we're watching cartoons. Uh, oh. I don't even know how he was able to convince them. Seriously, no idea. And they would sometimes sit in the class and watch some of the episodes with us, and I don't want I, it didn't make any sense to me. But anyways, um, but that one, uh, <clears throat> it's, it's so hard to explain why that's so, uh, why that one is so good. Um, all I want to say uh, to interest, pique the interest of anybody out there who has never seen Cowboy Bebop, if you were one of those people who <coughs> loved this TV show Firefly, you might see Cowboy Bebop and 
think that uh, Cowboy Bebop copied Firefly. But which Isn't is it not Outlaw true. Star? Outlaw Star. That's right. So I apologize. Let me rephrase that. You might think that uh, Firefly, uh, cop, uh, Cowboy Bebop, and another amazing anime called Outlaw Star, Star <clears throat> copied Firefly, but that's not true. Firefly is a knockoff of Outlaw Star, and before Outlaw Star, there was Cowboy Bebop. Um, but that doesn't really explain why this anime is so good. Let me get to the root of it. The main character, he is so cool, yet he has uh, has no, he has the worst luck in the world, universe for that matter. He is a bounty hunter, and yet he catches these big head bounties, but he can't make a dollar to save his life. Because <laughs> all the money he makes is ending up, you know, being spent on like saving some poor helpless people, you know, who are total strangers. Yet he uh, he's so selfless that on the instant, uh, that very instant moment, he's protecting their lives and saving other people. He will even sacrifice, uh, b- uh, you know, big bounty rewards. <clears throat> To give to other people and save their lives and all be the um, the th- thankless uh, hero that has to walk away with his tail behind between his legs as he leaves penniless and poorer than he came. And but the, I know that the, that 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 didn't seem to be sound that convincing either. It's really good if you want to see an anime that uh, doesn't feel like an anime or a cartoon. That one is the one I recommend. Because, uh, like I said, it, a lot of people would think it's a knockoff of Outlaw Star, but no, it's the other way around. Doesn't, um, I feel like Cowboy Bebop was one of the first animes that every episode was an, like a short in itself. Um, <laughs> so it was like a self-contained episode. There were like certain characters that revolved only, you know, have you watched Samurai Champloo? Yes. So every episode is an episode in itself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's where it started. Uh, I want to say no. Because I've seen old uh, Japanese uh, animes, they would have like uh, uh, ghost stories, and so every episode would be a short in itself too. Well, that's that's true. You're mm-hmm. right. You're yeah. right. And so that idea um, has but been around for a long time. I think time. as well done as Cowboy Bebop is, a lot of other animes try to do what Cowboy Bebop did, and that's what made it so great. And if you're one of those people out there who are actually is a huge fan of Cowboy Bebop, it's like absolutely infuriated about how bad we are explaining how awesome Cowboy Bebop is to those people I do genuinely apologize and he loves you guys I no. dictate who Daniel loves and who no. he hates <laughs> you know the weird thing is I have no love for other anime uh, fans but I'm so interested in other fan- anime fans I want to meet them I just want to like, observe them you want to observe them? yeah especially the cosplayers that one I would say I love really? yes Interesting. Okay, but that's if, a, if that's a, that's a different topic. No. We can go off on that topic. We'll have another anime cosplay cosplay that podcast subculture podcast. <laughs> I I strangely enough get along with that. I guess group of people, but I don't think I fit with them. Mm. Man, this is like the dirtiest, annoyingest <laughs> podcast ever. I apologize. But you'll see, you'll hear us eat, you'll hear us burp, you'll hear us whatever, man. This is this is the man hour. Maybe we should change it. Man Zero Podcast. No, we're going to have women. Or, or are we going to have women? In this <laughs> I hope we do. Because I hope the world gets to meet your wife. If anything, there's anything good that comes out of this anime, or anime, <laughs> this podcast, it's your wife. All right, I'm not married yet. 
I'm not married yet. <laughs> Daniel, you're too excited. All right, so mine, uh, my number four. My number four that I'll just I want to mention is Trigun. Vast Stampede. I had to kick it old school. I, I I looked at my list and I took one of them out and I put this one in because I just I have too many big giant robot animes that I was like, okay, I gotta switch this up a little bit. Um Trigun was one of the animes that I really didn't want to watch. It didn't alert to me. It's just this guy with this big red trench coat, obviously blonde hair, a lot of you know, like stereotypical anime. He has a gun, like it's in the Wild West. This, for some reason, this plot did not allure to me at all. And back in high school, um, my high school best friend that I don't talk to anymore for various reasons, um, he got me into this anime and he ended up showing me, I think Trigon is 26 episodes. We got our hands on the anime and he showed me the first 25 episodes and then he didn't show me the last one. <laughs> and I I was trying to like download it and I couldn't download it at the time because it was like one of those things the cedars wouldn't see it. Uh, we're, we're, I don't I I do not condone downloading anime <laughs> or fan subbing. Buy your anime to support your your whatever your anime man. But um he didn't show me the last episode. And I didn't watch the last episode for like a good three years. Wow. Sorry for people who have no idea how nerded out that was that moment was. But I I think it was the last uh, no 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 spoilers, no spoilers, but that really threw me off. But I really enjoyed that anime. I think I laughed the most in that anime over all the other animes I've seen. Wow. That's a that's do you a know? Cute. Do you remember the part where he, Vasta Stampede comes out and he goes "Love and Peace"? Uh-uh. That episode where he, well, obviously he, his character is he acts like he's a he's stupid, mm-hmm. and then he comes in and he just rocks the whole thing. But that episode where they're like trying to shoot him, and he's all dancing and stuff, uh-uh. and like you don't know, and you think like he's stupid, and then he's doing those things, and then you find out this guy's for reals. And then he starts doing love and peace, love and peace. That really just, I was, me and my friend were, we watched that episode and we cracked up for a good hour after that, just reenacting things and just talking about it. But I think Trigun in itself, for me, I really enjoyed, I guess, the characters in it. It was very easy to associate, not associate, but. Love those characters. There's Vash. There's... Man. The pastor guy. I can't remember his name either. It's like one of my favorite animes and I can't remember now because you put me on the spot. Um, nah, don't worry. It- I will find out. But the characters all were very, very uh, interesting and it just stuck out to me. And I think my old childhood anime and the trigun in itself is one of the original like anime flavors there's no like cg cgi in it and i think the new anime with the cgi it's it's fine it's good but it just doesn't do what it's supposed to do Mm. i think his name is wolfwood oh that sounds about right do you remember pastor sam co 
No. Oh, I remember at the time. Uh, Nicholas D. Wolfwood. Uh, he was uh, one of the pastors at our church, and he reminded me of him, like, Vast head to Stampede? Uh-huh. No, no, no the, the Wolfwood. Wolfwood? Uh-huh. <laughs> it was weird. Uh, he busts but, out across and then this flamethrower rocket launcher. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting, but and his quirkiness, he had the same quirkiness. I cracked up so much when he told Vash to confess his sins. Yes. And he busted out the chapel and he stuck it on his head. And he was like <laughs> and, and then he's like, You have to pay money here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Trigun for sure is one of my top. Man, that reminds me of another one. I'll I'll adjust my list and then I'll fit this one in too. I actually had to adjust my list as well. Um, number three on my list is the anime called Ramna One Half. Ramna One Half is the most one, one not the most, but it is notoriously one of those perverted animes. Uh, the premise of the story is about this boy who fell into a um, <clears throat> a pool that uh, when he's splashed with cold water, he turns into a girl. And when he's splashed with hot water, he returns back to a boy. But it's a hilarious uh, anime full of action, martial arts uh, type action and stuff. And um, it uh, it's... Uh, man, I'm so bad at explaining why I like these animes so much. But <clears throat> round number one half is... Uh, um, it's a fighting action uh, anime, but it also has a love story between two people who absolutely hate each other's guts, but at the same time are absolutely enamored with each other. They just are too proud to admit it. So if you love romance and the type where two people just can't admit that they're madly in love with each other, that's the one you have to go and see. All right. So my number three, because my list has changed. I'm going to have to go with Gungrave. Have you watched Gungrave before? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a funny story about Gungrave. <clears throat> I think Gungrave was from the creators of Trigun. Yes, yes, it was. Yeah. So it looked almost like identical. Not really. It was darker. It oh, was darker yeah, true, and better true. animated, I think. It wasn't as anime. It was a lot more contemporary. Oh, yeah. With, everybody did say that. Right? But the hero, like the pro- eyes aren't like half the face. The protagonist definitely did look like the guy from Trigun, though. <laughs> kind of, yeah, but he didn't laugh as much. Oh yeah, actually, he, he didn't even laugh at all. I he think. couldn't talk. Hmm. Oh, he talked a little. He mumbled. Oh, okay, mumbled. But I was in um, U.S. history discussion or something like that in college, and all of a sudden, this white girl is like, "Have you guys watched Gungrave?" And I'm like, what in the world is this girl talking about here? And I'm like, she's like, it is the best anime ever. And she's like, she's a sorority girl. And I'm like, what? Wh- what's going on? Like, I don't know what's happening. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I know. <laughs> I'm like, I was so shocked. And this girl was talking and ranting about how, how great Gungrave was. And I'm like... Where in the world did you watch Gungrave and who showed you this anime? I, sh- I should have asked. I should have asked. I would That would complete the story. But I was too shocked and I was too confused. Mm-hmm. Like sorority girls don't watch Gungrave. Mm-hmm. But um, the reason why I liked Gungrave so much was, man, this was the plot and the storyline and just the characters driving it. You grew up with these characters. Like, they went from the streets to all the way up 
up top and then some like they lose it all or they gain it all and you just go along for the ride with it and you start learning to love the characters hate the characters you see why the motivations happen and it's so well developed that at the end of it when they're fighting and stuff or like when the story's wrapping up you're like oh my gosh i can't believe this is over and they do a great job ending it yes yes japanese uh storytelling loves the uh the sad or the super depressing ending yeah like so, Korean dramas but then in a more uh dramatic oh not dramatic how do you put it um not it's not anticlimactic how do japanese people do it they usually do it drama mel- oh melodrama they love pulling your heart wrenching it out and like you know throwing it up in the air <laughs> <laughs> yeah i would i would say so and I think that it, this was one of the animes that I've literally gone back to like YouTube and I look for that scene and I can rewatch one of the last fights. Like just because it's so emotionally like it pulls you in and you see what's going on and what's happening. And I just, I, this is one anime that I do. If I get time, I want to rewatch. There's just so much depth and so much plot and so much character and story that you you miss what happens the first time you watch through it. But I really enjoyed it. The tech in the movie was awesome. His freaking guns were like the size of my arm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was I was pretty shocked by it. But yeah. Um, so far, I think these are pretty good animes on the list. Mm-mm. They're it's all really heavy though. Yeah, Cowboy Bebop's uh, lighthearted but still heavy. It's comedic, but also had a very heavy storyline underneath it too. Yeah, yeah. All <clears throat> right, so that's my what is that number three? Mm-hmm. All right, so moving on to number two, I um, I will admit I'm a little embarrassed to have this as my number two as opposed to my number one. But number two on my list is the anime Naruto. It's everybody's favorite. And um, do you still watch it or read the manga? I still read the manga. Yes, yes. Every day, uh, every week, uh, I still. All right, follow. who cares about spoilers? Okay. Do you think guy's gonna die? Oh yeah, he 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 opened the last gate. So, oh. but th- does that mean that he's gonna die? This is shown in anime. Uh, but well, of course he is. I mean, that's oh. the point of opening that gate. That the gate, the death gate. You know, you're bleeding blood. I mean, your uh, your, uh, your your chakra is getting infused with your blood and it's. Spewing out of your pores or whatever, like you're basically your um, your soul hot that you're steaming blood. <laughs> so you're gonna eventually run out of blood, and then you're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, but I follow Naruto too because mm-hmm. we just started. It's been a part of my life. I just wish it would end soon. Oh, I don't. I want it to ever end. <sighs> it's it's got to end. I, I it's part of my weekly ritual, but I I just. Oh, I Come on, hurry up. I guess you're, that's true. Uh, the weekly w- ritual is, you know, yeah, kind of depressing. But, but anyways, um, I'll tell you my reason why I fell in love with it. It's the first episode, the episode where he, you get to meet the boy. He is the biggest troublemaker of the entire clan. And he purposely um, causes trouble to uh, get attention because he's, um, he's the only child. He, his parents, you know, passed away. And so he <clears throat> uh, is conned by one of the... Uh, the, the, the chonins to go and steal the scroll where uh, um, all the uh, secret ninjutsu is uh, 
uh, written by the fourth Hokage or whatever. And so he steals it and he runs away with it. But then uh, his daring and loving teacher go chase after him and, ch- and tries to save him and, and tell him, you know, to come back to the clan, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And his teacher sacrifices himself because the, the uh, first Chonin teacher that was about to, uh, who tr- conned him into stealing the scroll, was going to kill and take his life. But Naruto at that heat, pa- heated, passionate moment where he saw his teacher injured uh, as he was protecting his life becomes so infuriated he becomes like ultra powerful and he destroys him oh it was so amazing i think uh, to that point he wasn't even able to do one bunshin that's right he couldn't do anything he was the most incompetent ninja in the entire clan yet at that one moment that one critical moment where he had to it's just and out of his rage because of sheer love for his teacher he summons the most powerful was like a thousand shadow clones he multiplies himself like a thousand times and he all a thousand clones beat the crap out of this <laughs> I think his name was Mizuki or something like that but uh yeah I remember that episode like captured and ravaged my heart I was like oh this is so freaking awesome I want more and I couldn't stop what what do you is that the, your favorite character Naruto yes very interesting because whenever I watch anime it's very hard for me to be to like the main character in the anime there are exceptions, like obviously like Vash, but most of the time I really can't stand the main character. Mm-mm. I think Naruto's starting to grow on me now, because he's not stupid. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Maybe I see my own stupidity in him, and it pisses me off. But he's kind of annoying. Which brings me to say that Sasuke is actually my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> we have to have the uh, Rasengan Chidori battle. Together. Rasengan Chidori battle. Let's <laughs> see who wins. Oh man, that's pretty bad. <laughs> It'd just be us like yelling at each other. <laughs> Anything else about Naruto? Nope. What was your favorite village? Was it Konoha? Yeah. The main village. Or at least, uh, the, you know. I don't know. I always wanted to be a rain, like Zabuza or mist. Oh, uh, mist. Like Zabuza. Mm-hmm. There's something about that that I just, it's a tragic village and then I'm just like beating people up and killing people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I always wanted to write a Naruto story though. Oh, okay, gotcha. I don't know. Maybe I will. Um, number two. Number two for me, I would say is uh, Nadesco. <sighs> Did you watch Nadesco? Mm-hmm. I don't think this gets enough credit for what they're able to do in that anime. Um, <clears throat> I'm writing a, a main, main like fictional story that I've gotten like, I've gotten most of the arcs down and I'm like 13 chapters in. What? But it's on thecreativechase.com. And if you want to read it, you can go ahead and read it. It's a very rough edit. So if you guys read it, I started writing it like sophomore year of college, I think. So it's been a while. Um, it's probably all going to be edited in final draft, hopefully sooner or later. But I fell in love with the characters on the on the spaceship. Like, I don't think I've ever been so invested in the characters as Nadesco did for me. And I actually liked Akito Tenkawa. Would you remember that? The main character. Oh, oh okay. The chef. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the boy. Yeah. Yeah. And 
I think he was a chef. I thought he was. He loved eating food. No, he wanted to be a chef. That's what he was trying to be. After he, oh, that's right. He wanted to make more delicious food pellets, because the guys would only eat food pellets, but then girls would actually eat food, like like cook food. I guess. I just remember that or, after a traumatic experience on Mars, he came back to Earth, I believe, and then he wanted to become a, a chef and do something. Well, wait a minute. I feel like I'm confusing that storyline with some yeah, other character. I think that's different. All right. So I take back everything I said. <laughs> okay. But um, I think after watching Nadesco and just that dynamic and the characters and the storyline and how it progressed... It really shaped, I guess, what anime was. And I was so angry when it ended. Well, because it was kind of like abrupt. I, I agree. It was a bit abrupt. And yeah. I think it mixed in like that tie with the old school anime because it had the Gekiunger stuff. And it had like the new school stuff. But the new robots had the punch, the flying punch, and it came back. And I was like, oh my gosh, they brought it back. Because to the point... To that point, everyone was trying to do something new. Like, that old school punching mechanic wasn't cool anymore, but they made it cool. And I think after that finished, I was very, very mad. Mm-hmm. And I wanted more. And then I watched the movie, The Prince of Darkness. Mm-hmm. And it got really bad reviews, but I was so invested in these characters that I was just happy they came back. <laughs> and then once I watched that, I was like, the way that Akito Tenkawa progressed... And he became this, like, man out for revenge, like, crazy, dark character. Mm-hmm. I was I was going to cry, I think. There's a couple times where I was about to cry in an anime. But <laughs> when, he, when he first appears and then he goes in and then they're like, what are you doing? And he's like, don't underestimate the Spider-Man. And he's, he's flying in and then he gets to the center and then you find out what's there. Mm-hmm. I don't want to spoil it, but... There was, I guess, what he exemplifies in that. And then I I always do things to, like, stick it to the man. <laughs> that always gets to me when you rebel and then you do things that you're not supposed to do just because you should do it to stick it to them. It's like, I don't know why, like, that you, you got you to gotta stick it to the people that oppress you. But I really, I think I, I really like that character and I really want to be something like the character maybe. I don't know. Because you know how you associate yourself with the character or something. But I really enjoyed Nadesco. And I think it has got to be on the top of everyone's list. No, everybody underrates Nadesco a lot. Yes. Everyone, Even I have it pretty low on my It's got to be higher than what it is, I think. Mm. It's good, but I'm sorry. I still can't put it up there. I got too many. Uh, there's too much competition up there. Okay. For that number one spot. But so number one spot was uh, a fi- uh, a lot of people were competing with that one. <clears throat> uh, in fact, I, I'm always wa- I almost want to cheat and say I want to put an honorable mention before I say my number one honorable mention. Full Metal Alchemist. If you don't know, go you just Google it. So you're cheating. You snuck two in. So uh, my number one is Roroni Kenshin. <clears throat> now some people know it as Samurai X. This is the first manga. I ever had encountered my entire life. And I remember uh, I felt like I was really fortunate to have read the first chapter of the of the first uh, book, uh, whatever you want to call it, the first chapter of the Aroni Kenshin. And in that episode, um, 
it was uh, very touching because uh, for whatever reason, uh, Kenshin, you find out. Oh, all right, back to the subject matter at hand. And so uh, he, what's interesting about this character is he used to be known as the um, most um, uh, notorious assassin of all of Japan. And he, would, uh, he was um, <clears throat> accredited for killing hundreds of thousands of people and so it's just a cold-blooded murder but then he had a change of heart and so now he carries a reverse blade sword which is a fancy way of saying that it's a non-lethal sword you would hit somebody and you would hit them with the backside of the sword so you would get hurt maybe get a bruise but he couldn't die because they want to slice him in half <clears throat> and he's trying to rescue this girl who is paralyzed um because i guess um no, the, the person who captured her has this ability to paralyze a person. And so uh, the paralysis has the effect where, like, if she's pra- paralyzed for too long, she would, um, her, uh, her heart would start, start uh, would st- uh, she wouldn't be able to, uh, she couldn't breathe, she wouldn't be able to breathe, and so she would die because she was just basically suffocating because of the paralysis. But um, because she saw how, um, uh, how Kenshin would sacrifice his life to save her, uh, she, um, uh, breaks the bond of that paralysis that was uh, uh, over uh, that she was um, a captive of, <clears throat> and then he also took the opportunity to basically defeat the enemy and uh, in a non-lethal way, and you know end of that chapter. But um, uh, the reason why that particular manga was um, very influential is because there's a um, a reoccurring theme in that uh, particular manga about how it's wrong to commit suicide. And I don't know about you, but then I think at least once in every adolescent's life, everybody has contemplated suicide in one shape or form. And I remember at the time, I wasn't super depressed where I would actually consider it, but I remember I used to have thoughts of it as if like it was like... Um, maybe like some kind of demonic influence or maybe it's just the culture or maybe it was like something you saw on television and you just got really scared of it. But then whatever those reasons were, um, I think everybody has fantasized about it and whether they wanted to fantasize it or it was just something that just totally caught them off guard, it would scare the living daylights out of you. But then it, it, this particular manga, even though it's a manga of all things, it uh, it, it's recurring the theme about you shouldn't do, commit uh, suicide because um, there's so much more to life and it was it was a, a source of encouragement I was actually kind of depressed uh, when I first realized how encouraging it was because I wanted to find solace in the Bible and other places first but then it happened to be this manga and so I I, I remember I was praying to God and saying uh, this doesn't seem right but then uh, as time progressed I realized that you know maybe sometimes grace um can meet people even in secular places you know because god is just uh, so loving in that sense um but uh, i might have that theology a little off and or a lot of, of really really wrong so i apologize in advance uh for that as well my um uh, sorry jesus <laughs> <laughs> all right that's that's your number one my number one i would say uh is evangelion I think uh, that anime exemplifies what anime is. No, it doesn't exemplify it. It icon not it was the icon. It is the icon. It is a symbol of what anime is. Anime before it and anime after it will never be the same because of because of Evangelion. Yes. Like this was the we're talking about suicide. People killed themselves after they watched Evangelion. Yeah. Which is very tragic to say that people would kill themselves over it, but the ideas and what 
they were trying to personify as well as communicate to the audience was pretty much just crazy, bizarre stuff that, you know, the state of Japan, I, I think, kind of sh- is shown through that anime. Like, you start off as a shounen anime, and I remember watching it as a, as a, as a kid, and I'm like, whoa, cool robots, and they kind of look like demons, but whoa, cool. <laughs> and then, like, as things progress, it's like, oh my gosh, what is happening? And then I stopped watching it, and then I picked it up when I was older, and I watched it straight through, and I was like, what is going on? I'm I'm pretty sure that's what everyone else was thinking of, or everyone else was talking about, but I think... uh I'm still very fascinated at by the ending. I think a lot of people thought it was a bunch of crap. I think I think it's the 10th anniversary of Lost and I've never watched it and I know that this Lost is one of those shows that people are like what the heck they screwed it up at the ending. But Evangelion similar, but I think it gets a pass because it's not a TV show, it's an anime and it's kind of a, kind of given that anime is quirky and wonky and you're not supposed to expect the norm. It comes from Japan with a lot of weird influences but i think uh just not only just the ending but i think the ideas within evangelion revolutionized robot animes like pacific rim takes this lot where the the suits fill with fluid and also uh the the living creature within the giant robot that's never happened before i think before Evangelion? Before Evangelion. Where the yeah. robot was a giant, like, alien or, like, a, a being. Or even, like, possessed by the mom. You know? It just doesn't happen. And putting all those things together, as well as, like, that teenage boy, like, going crazy, insecurities, not sure what's going on, happening, infused within the anime, as well as the society, like, the social battles that he had to face. I think... I think during the time that I was watching that anime, I went to sleep and I was kind of living that life. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, When you're watching it, uh, you go through what Shinji goes through when you go to school. mm -hmm. And it made me go to sleep with a heavy heart, but it still made me feel like when you watch your situation, it kind of pulls you out of the situation and allows you to think about it. And I think... It, it it helped me in a weird way. And it helped me feel in a weird way. Which is weird. Because we're talking about anime in such a weird way. Mm-hmm. And he's weird a lot. But um, yeah, Evangelion definitely for me is a top anime. And I want to watch the remastered stuff. And take it with a grain of salt. It's crazy. Literally, you are going to be watching crazy. And people have watched it and killed themselves after it. So really... Keep your guards up when you watch it. Don't expect like a normal anime, but I think when it ta- when you're talking about groundbreaking crazy stuff, that's that's got to be it for me. That's the one anime I agree that is like epic, and uh, it has to be on the top list of everybody's um, anime lists. However, I <clears throat> I I disagree in the sense that I hated 
the existential philosophy that they had, uh, especially near the end. I've, I've counted numerous times every time I watched those last couple episodes, how many times they contradicted themselves in their philosophy, uh, like how they would try to explain the existential philosophy and then how in the next episode they clearly contradicted what they said in the previous episode. It was like, oh my gosh, why did they even bother doing that montage of like the psychedelic, like, um, like psychedelic uh, way of trying to define and explain existentialism <clears throat> and having the character uh, re-tell himself uh, as if he's looking at a mirror, but it's actually a physical and um, a manifestation of himself explain to him about how meaningless his life is. And yet five seconds later explain how important his life is and how he, you know, all that stuff. It's like, oh my God, I swear I want to, I think that's why you're not supposed to think about it. <laughs> no, I don't I, think about it when I watch it. That's and then, why. And then I let I was, it go. And I was so satisfied that they and they ended it in such an anticlimactic way because that I felt like was the only way for such a uh, philosophically unsustainable argument to just end a story. I thought it was perfect because of it. Yes, I, I gave it a pass. Like I didn't need the big. No. It did have kind of a big fight, but I, I, I gave it a pass. It's not, uh, I didn't give it a pass. I gave it a well done. That's exactly how you should oh, end yes, such yes. a pathetic <laughs> philosophy. I don't, you don't watch this for, you don't watch anime for philosophy. They try to cram it down your throat. The I whole know. movie was just based on how they want to psycho your mind, making you believe mm. the existential philosophy. And so they deserve the crappy ending. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so uh, this is our longest podcast to date. We counted down our five influential animes in our life, and we gave it what we got. Um, hopefully, you enjoyed it. If you want to take a look, maybe you can start from the top down. Um, I think all those are really, really good anime. But one of the things was Rurouni Kenshin. Is TLDR too long? Didn't read. <laughs> 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 it's the fatal flaw of many enemies, all right? True, mm. true. I, I tried to get into Kenshin and it was just too long. Yeah. I, I, but I, then I'm sure that's what people could say if they started Naruto right now. Mm-hmm. If they started Bleach. If they started any of those anime. You know, one, one of the up and coming, coming animes, if you guys don't know, um, Arpeggio Blue Steel. Mm-hmm. I watched the first couple of animes, a couple of episodes. Oh man, it, t- it blew me away. You watched it? Mm, I've seen a little bit of the mangas. Yeah, I saw I saw it um, on Crunchyroll. Oh, okay. It was on Crunchyroll, and the freaking Attack on Titan. You want to talk about depressing anime? Watch Attack on Titan. <laughs> you want to get depressed? That's what you watch. <laughs> <laughs> but Attack on Titan is in a different podcast that we'll talk about. Maybe just about Attack on Titan and what what's in the freaking basement. You know, I've never watched an anime or anything and be like, what's in the freaking basement? Why would why would anything in a basement freaking drive you crazy? Like I have to read this freaking anime because I want to find out what's in the freaking basement. <laughs> I haven't read the latest chapter, but um, that's on my to do list. Um, but that's it. Any closing thoughts? Nope, nope, nope. All right, so that's it. What, what's our podcast called, Daniel? Zero podcast. Zero podcast. Thank Zero you for podcast. Thank you for listening to Zero Podcast. Make sure you rate and review. Make sure you follow us. Follow me on Twitter, Boom Chandler, at Boom Chandler. Um, we are here for you guys, um, for the, the fellow men and women of this world that are like us. 
I'm sure the other podcast isn't like this, so maybe you listen to this, maybe no. you listen to other ones, maybe you listen to audio drama. I don't know what you what you like, what you do, so hit me up on Twitter, um, at Boom Chandler, and I'll do my best to try to respond to you because I'm not good at that kind of stuff. I'm just kidding. I, I'm looking out for you, all right? All right, thanks for listening to Zero Podcast. We're out. Uh, we will be back again next week. Fine. <laughs> See you guys later. <laughs>